There's a rocket. Right field. Way back. Long gone. Number 44. Shohei Otani. Spectacular as he reclaims Major League Baseball's home run lead. Oh, whoa, whoa. What was that? What was that? No, Shohei's not back, guys. That was the 44th homer of the season by Shohei Otani. And I just thought it would be nice to start with a sound clip of what would turn out to be Shohei's last home run of the 2023 season. His 44th homer of the season and what turned out to be the league-leading 44th home run at the time. However, Shohei has been out since that game against Oakland on September 3rd. And so we have checked the lineups desperately every day, hoping and waiting to see Shohei come back. And he's always been listed as day-to-day. And we thought that, you know what, it was just a matter of time. We'd see him soon. However, the games just kept coming and going. And we didn't get to see Shohei in the lineup. And so I last talked to you guys on, I believe it was September 15th. Yes, against the Tigers, and we hadn't seen Shohei in a while because of the oblique injury, and, well, we had basically just decided during that episode of the podcast that as long as Shohei's been out, he is not going to be the league leader in home runs, as the National League just has a lot of great home run hitters this season, and I I feel terrible that I've been on vacation for the last... Uh, eight or nine days here and miss some of the biggest Shohei news of, you know, the season of this month. And I'm glad that I get to share it with you guys now. But, you know, we're watching that game against the Tigers when Shohei was sort of rumored to show up uh, back in the lineup, according to Phil Nevin. And he doesn't. He doesn't play in that game on the 15th against the Tigers. And all of a sudden... We hear some news after the game in the morning after that Shohei cleared out his locker. Yeah, we hear news that Shohei cleared out his locker and there's no explanation. The Angels say that there will be further comment to come the next day on the 16th of September. However, we're all sitting here going, what could it be? You know, did he have season-ending surgery on the elbow? Is there a further complication with the oblique? We really don't know what it is. And everybody was speculating. And even some people, maybe not the brightest people, went so far as to think this was Shohei throwing a fit and being immature, which I just think was maybe the dumbest take on the matter. I mean... The Angels lose a lot of games, and we've never seen Shohei lose his cool. So it was no surprise to find out that the reason for the clearing out of the locker was that Shohei was done for the season. And the explanation that we received about this was that Shohei is having and now has had a surgery on the UCL. And... They've been very quiet about this. They haven't really provided many details. They haven't explained what kind of procedure was done. Was it another Tommy John surgery? We don't know at this point. All we know is that a procedure was done 
and Shohei and his agent have put out a statement saying that Shohei will hit in 2024 and Shohei will pitch in 2025. So I'm going to give you a couple statements here. The first is from Shohei Otani, who posted this from his social media accounts. I had a procedure done on my elbow earlier this morning, and everything went well. Thank you very much for everyone's prayers and kind words. It was very unfortunate that I couldn't finish out the year on the field, but I will be rooting on the boys until the end. I will work as hard as I can and do my best to come back on the diamond stronger than ever. Go Halos! So that was Shohei's statement. The Go Halos comment is probably just there for good politics, good optics. You know, obviously the odds of Shohei coming back to the Angels are on the lower side. However, Shohei is being a good sport and saying, I'm going to continue to root on the team. Go Halos. So good for Shohei. A very politically correct statement I think you know obviously ran through his agent and maybe his publicist that was what Shohei had to say and then I will read you a statement from the surgeon who performed the surgery on Shohei Otani Dr. Neil Elatrache performed the surgery in Los Angeles and says that Shohei should be free of restrictions as a hitter in 2024 and should be resuming his pitching in 2025 and the quote is the ultimate plan after deliberation with Shohei was to repair the tissue at hand and to reinforce the healthy ligament in place while adding viable tissue for the longevity of the elbow. Okay, so we don't know exactly what kind of operation this is. We just have that statement. So, could it be Tommy John surgery? Well, let me read you the description of Tommy John's surgery. The surgery involves replacing the torn UCL with a tendon from elsewhere in the body or from a deceased donor to stabilize the elbow, reduce and eliminate pain, and restore the stability and range of motion. Okay, so when the... UCL is torn. Tommy John means you're taking a ligament from elsewhere in your body or somebody else's body, if you have a donor, and then putting it in that elbow so you can regain the stability, the range of motion, and ultimately throw 100 miles an hour again. And the description here from the doctor was... The goal was to repair the issue at hand and reinforce the healthy ligament in place while adding viable tissue for longevity of the elbow. It doesn't sound like the ligament was replaced. It sounds like some sort of additional tissue was added to maybe help its recovery without having to rehaul the whole UCL, put in a new one, and go through the brutal Tommy John surgery. So, regardless though, Tommy John would have meant being out for 2024 as a pitcher. And it sounds like this surgery means 
out as a pitcher for the upcoming season. It's kind of depressing to hear that. And in fact, I have to share you the title of this article. And that is, Was Shohei Otani Just a Dream? From the New Yorker. Which is a reputable, paid-for publication that many Americans read. This past season, he was baseball's best hitter and possibly its best pitcher too, and then he got hurt. Was it all just a dream? That's how surreal Shohei Otani is, and I know you already know that. I don't need to remind you that Shohei defies all things that make sense by being able to do what he does. But the fact that he has journalists from the New Yorker questioning whether or not this even happened, even in a joking way. It says something. It, it, it speaks to his level of caliber, to his abilities as both a hitter and a pitcher. So, besides Shohei being shut down for this season, besides the where will Shohei end up, besides those stories, what else is going on in the life of Shohei What else are people talking about? What other conversations are occurring? Well, maybe the biggest one is Stephen A. Smith. Now, Stephen A. Smith is known for having hot takes. He's not known as being necessarily well-liked in that he can piss a lot of people off. He can make a lot of people angry with what he says. But at the same time, he is sort of adored by the daytime sports television crowd because he's very entertaining, he's very energetic, and he he is a funny personality. And me personally, I just want to share a few clips of maybe his most unprofessional yet hilarious tagline. Stay off the weed. You want to sit there and stay on the weed, and you can't stay off the weed is stay off the weed millions of dollars and you can't stay off the weed that's right guys stay off the weed and i have to tell you marijuana in american sports is a fairly common topic of conversation because that clip of Stephen A. Smith saying stay off the weed. Three minutes and 33 seconds long. Yeah, that is a lot of weed. Anyway, I'm not going to bear you down too much with Stephen A. Smith. But what his take was, here comes the quote. When you look at the Dodgers, the Braves, and various other teams, you don't have anyone there making half a billion dollars. There's a bunch of empty seats that I see when Shohei Otani's pitching, let alone hitting, when the Angels come to town. You're not filling anything. You're not winning. I'm not giving up that kind of money for him. You don't need it. If I'm winning without paying somebody half a billion dollars, why would I go and pay him, especially if you can't pitch until 2025? And this is an Otani podcast, so don't get me wrong. I could see how you might think 
As a journalist, I am biased in favor of the man. However, I'm just going to look at the facts here. I'm going to take a look at the attendance rates for the Angels at home. I'm going to take a look at the Angels attendance rates on the road. And let's compare and contrast with these winning teams like the Braves, like the Dodgers, as Stephen A. Smith pointed out. So first of all, yes, there is some correlation between winning ball games and having attendance at your baseball games, right? That's no secret. Let's let's not let's not pretend it is. Um, you know, Oakland, one of the worst teams in baseball this season. Ten thousand two hundred and seventy-five average attendance this season. The Dodgers, one of the most winningest, if not the best record in baseball. 47,371 average attendance. Okay? And there's outliers, of course. There's teams that don't win ball games that have a great fan base that come out to watch baseball. There's baseball towns like that. And there's teams that are great baseball clubs. They're fun to watch. And they still don't sell tickets. Right? So you look at the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals are fourth in attendance. They're 68 and 88. They're a losing ball team. They're fifth in the National League Central, and yet they're fourth in attendance. The San Diego Padres, they're third in attendance. They have a losing record, and they're third in the National League West. All right, so you look at Tampa Bay. For example, Tampa Bay averages only 17,000. They're 95 and 62. They'd be winning almost every division in baseball if it weren't for the Orioles. Anyway, so first of all, winning does not necessarily affect attendance. The Angels, though, despite having a record of 70 and 86 and being fourth in the AL West, They have the 12th best attendance in Major League Baseball. So to be a team that loses a decent amount, disappoints their fan base a lot. They still were 12th in attendance. You're telling me that's not because of Shohei Otani? All right. And let's look at road attendance. The Angels are the fifth best road attendance team. They averaged... 31,000 people at their road games because people love Shohei. People want to see Shohei. And it doesn't matter if he's in Anaheim or if he's in Baltimore. I mean, I think we all remember seeing him pitch a great game and then go for the cycle and just miss it in Baltimore. And even the Baltimore fans are out there in droves with their phones out videoing Shohei. So first of all, Stephen A. Smith's quote is just flat out wrong. The numbers don't support his claims. All right? 12th best attendance in the league despite being a losing team. And what did I just say? Fifth? Yeah, fifth best attendance on the road of any team. So Stephen A. Smith's comments are, first of all, they're just wrong. But second of all, Stephen A.'s comments don't actually make sense. And I hate to be so critical of him, but he says, there's empty seats that I see when Otani's pitching 
let alone hitting when the Angels come to town. Okay, so first of all, that's wrong because they have the fifth best road attendance. He says, I'm not giving up that kind of money for a guy that doesn't fill seats. You're complaining about road attendance? When the Angels come to town, you're saying a guy's not worth the money because there's empty seats on the road? Who cares, Stephen A. Smith? Who cares if the Yankees aren't selling seats when you're coming to town? That's the Yankees' problem. It just doesn't make sense, Stephen A. And it's not even true. He has great attendance on the road. We just established that. So Stephen A. Smith is a guy who doesn't do his due diligence as a journalist to just shout stuff out. So Stephen A., if you're listening, my guy... You have to stay off the weed. So, not to bury Stephen A. too deep in his own comments, but number one, they're not factual. Number two, they don't make sense. And number three, it's not even his first out there take when it comes to Shohei Otani, his first critical take. He recently had a critical take on Shohei about the fact that Shohei's not speaking English, addressing the media all the time. In fact, his, his take was that Shohei couldn't be the face of the sport because he uses an interpreter. He said, I understand that baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation, but when you talk about an audience gravitating to the television or the ballpark, to watch you, I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter. So you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. So he was absolutely dragged through the mud for that. He was called a racist. He was called a lot of things. And honestly, it it's not a good look. It's not a good thing to say. And you could argue that it's racist because he's basically saying, no, you need an American English speaking guy to be the face of the league. Really a questionable take from Stephen A. Smith. He had to issue a huge apology for that one. And uh, did he apologize for these takes? And first of all, the internet has been ripping Stephen A. for the more recent takes about Shohei not being worth the money. But did he apologize for those takes? No. In fact, Stephen A. Smith has come out and publicly told the MLB community to shut the hell up after they have called his take outrageous, false, and and quite frankly, just stupid. He backs himself up by saying that, look at the Braves, look at the Dodgers. One man can't do it. But all he's doing is he's changing his argument, right? He's a guy who yells a bunch of crap on TV. A lot of it's wrong. And then when he gets called out about it, he hones in on the details that were right. You know, he goes, oh, but I'm right, though. The Angels don't win ball games, and one man can't win games, so he's not worth $500 million. And it's like, that's not what you said. Anyway, we're moving on from Stephen A. Smith, but one last note. The Los Angeles Times put this article out on Sunday, the 24th, and the title is, They're even down there when he's not. Shohei Otani fans remain rabid amid uncertainty. It was 30 minutes into the Angels' September 16th game against the Detroit Tigers when fans noticed Shohei Otani. 
the Angels two-way player, who had not been seen at all during a game in almost two weeks while nursing an oblique injury, was perched on a bench in the home dugout, sitting amongst the rest of his teammates, smiling, chatting, and observing the game. His fans went bounding down the steps in the stands behind the dugouts with their phones and cameras in hand. They crowded at the net that separated them from the players to take their photos of Otani, snap selfies with him in the background, and for the most part, just get a glimpse of him, even if it was only the back of his head. And for two days, Otani fans followed the same pattern, running down the dugouts in the dozens between each half inning, getting shooed away from the aisles once play resumed. They're even down here when he's not, like just in case he's down there, pitcher Patrick Sandoval said. So say what you want, Stephen A. The fans are there. They're there to see Otani, and even if he's so injured that he can't play, people just want to get a look at the guy. He is that big of a deal that just to see his presence, to be there and see Shohei Otani in person, is a big deal to fans of Major League Baseball. So, other storylines. The 2023 Major League Baseball's Most Valuable Player Award for the American League. The most recent odds as of September 22nd from VegasInsider.com is showing FanDuel and DraftKings having the odds at minus $20,000 for Shohei to be the American League MVP. Now, what that means is that he is so likely to get the award that even if you bet $20,000 that Shohei would win the award, you would come home $100 richer. Just $100. Pretty crazy stuff. Corey Seager, plus 2,200. Julio Rodriguez, plus 5,000. And then Marcus Semien and Bobby Witt Jr. at plus 20,000. So really... Nobody is concerned about Shohei holding on to the American League MVP award. Even having missed so many games as a batter alone, he deserves it. He's got his pitching to back him up, though. So we go to Fangraphs. Fangraphs is one of the best sources of baseball statistics on the web. And if we look at player value, if we look at wins above replacement Shohei Otani is still above the league with a 6.6. The next best in the American League is Corey Seager with a 6.3 and Julio Rodriguez of Seattle with a 6.1 wins above replacement. So Shohei has the best wins above replacement amongst hitters and that's not even including Shohei's wins above replacement for his pitching. So if we were to add the pitching in there, and I believe it's 2.3 last time I checked, you know, he'd be sitting there with a wins above replacement of about nine. Nine is a lot more than 6.3. So there's really no question about it. He deserves the American League MVP award, and it's not really close. But if you want to look at more standard statistics, right? If you're not big on wins above replacement, which I know not everybody is, Shohei's still up there. Number one, 
He's leading in home runs. He's played 10 games less than Luis Robert Jr., and he still has six more home runs than him. Luis Robert Jr. could come close in homers by the end of the season if he gets hot here down the last couple games, but likely Shohei's going to be the American League leader in home runs. When it comes to batting average, Shohei's batting 304. He's third in the league in batting average. If we look into some of the more advanced stats, such as on-base percentage and slugging, right? You add those together, you get OPS. OPS is the stat that the people care about. Shohei has the best OPS in Major League Baseball at 1.066. Corey Seager is 1.040. So what that means is that Shohei gets on base safely, more than anyone else. And when he does get on base safely, he's getting doubles, triples, homers, more so than anybody else in the American League. So, having said that, what about RBIs? Joey's ninth in RBIs, but honestly, if he had just three more, he'd be fourth. He's right there. Anyway, He's got the value. He's got the value. He he really is doing some great stuff. He's actually leading the league in walks. And he's only got 135 games played as a hitter. Like he's more walks than Alex Bregman, who's second. Bregman's only one behind Shohei, and yet Bregman's got 20 more baseball games played than Shohei. You talk about a guy that's leading the league in walks and home runs. Wow. It's really cool stuff, guys. It's really too bad that he's injured. It's really too bad that he's not going to be able to pitch next season because this guy is on top of his game this season. And you really hope he can continue it next year. And Stephen A., if you're listening, I don't know how you don't give him $500 million because... He's leading the American League in homers and walks. He's got discipline at the plate, and he's crushing homers. Pretty incredible stuff. So we're going to end the podcast there for this week. 27 minutes. That's some good content. Um, You know, fresh back from vacation. Just wanted to make sure I got an episode out to you guys to catch you up on Shohei clearing out his locker, having that season-ending surgery and sort of the big stories around the league as far as Shohei is involved. So thanks for listening. We'll be back again next Monday with an episode, and we'll probably take a closer look into where might Shohei go because it has been two or three weeks since we last discussed that. There are new rumors popping up about which teams want Shohei, you know, what the Angels are trying to do. Are they trying to get him back? So there's a lot of storylines that, there to talk about um and we can also go over some feel-good stories outside of Shohei's life right because Shohei's not on on the field and we're about to go into an off season where we're not going to have a lot of Shohei so if you're still trying to get your Shohei fix I'm going to look a little deeper into some of these lesser known articles about how is Shohei like in the locker room 
Is he good at speaking Spanish? There's a lot of fun articles out there, guys. A lot of things you might not know about Shohei that you're going to learn. So stay tuned. Even though Shohei's done for the season, we're not done putting out great episodes for you guys to listen to. So as always, give me a listen here on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast from. Give me a follow on Instagram at Otani Talk, and make sure you stay up to date. Thank you, guys. Have a great week.